Why I got divorced after nine years of marriage. And because people keep asking me, and I have a podcast, I think this is a good place where I could do it. And since men don't normally talk about their divorce, <laughs> it seems like women, you know, could celebrate it with a, a movie and a book. And men, we just, for some reason, we've just been like a gag order. We don't talk about it. But, you know, I'm going to talk about it because, you know, I don't think I did anything wrong. And it just, you know, it didn't work out. So I'll take you to um, year seven. Um, we're in a car ride. It was around November, I think. Either way, we're in a car ride, and that's where year seven, my wife mentioned that she, I think her words were, you know, this relationship is dead, and um, I think we either we should separate or think about a divorce. You know, I was shocked. I was like, oh boy. So I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I thought this, you know, we were in this. Come on now. Let, let's work it out. And her, her her gripe was that we were not spending enough time together publicly. Really, what she was talking about, because you know I was there, I slept there every night. Um, publicly, really, she was saying we weren't being seen together. And um, so I said, "Hold on, all right, let's work on it." So for the next six months. We try to go a few more places, and uh, and but by the the eighth year, um, after a, a brief conversation, you know, my wife came back and said, as a matter of fact, I've already filed. You know, and um, upon that announcement, I I um. Be- Began to you know solicit friends and within a month, within a month I uh, I found somewhere to live and I moved out. Yeah, so so people ask you know you know why didn't you fight for your marriage and uh, you know I'm gonna take you back to, to to day one. You know I met my wife nine years ago in a a after church in a parking lot and. She handed me, I thought it was a handshake, and when she squeezed my hand, she squeezed in a piece of paper, and in that piece of paper was a phone number. So I called her, and we were both, I think I was 43, she was 43, I was 45 or something, 47. We were both in our 40s, and I remember when we, we after the first or second time on, on the phone, I, I said, look, We've both never been married. We are in our 40s. Why don't we just jump right in this quick? You know, we didn't, we didn't wait for, for for family, friends. We said, man, let's just jump into it. And within, I think, three months, we got married. Went down to the courthouse and got married. Um, I moved into her uh, two-bedroom apartment in the glorious Princeton, New Jersey. Woo-wee! On Main Street, nice. Um, but um, and then we started what I thought would, you know, the marriage. But I want to break it down like an anatomy, like you in biology class you dissect the frog. I want I want to dissect what happened here. See, at 
at, at 40, obviously men and women have developed, at least for the last 20 years or 30 years of their life, have already developed a, a routine of living. They've developed or, or, or made some relationships with friends in places that they have been comfortable with. And in order for the marriage to work, you have to, at 40, over your 40s, you have to ask a question where, what is the husband in the, or the wife's role in, in the relationship? In my case, I moved in with her. I didn't bring any kids. Um, whatever job I had, I shared, you know, during there, if not all my check, half my check, you know. So I gave up everything. But I moved into a situation to where um, my mother-in-law had just lost her husband the year before so a fear issue she had she um, would not sleep in her own house at night so she would sleep at on our couch at night so my wife's commitment to the mother was that she had to get up in the morning you know we were both my wife would have to be at work at 8.30, so that means she would have to get up at 7 in the morning, take the mother back to the mother's house, come back and finish dressing for work, you know. And then, later on, when she got off work, go pick the mother-in-law up, go run errands with her, and bring her back to our house, Okay. Now, also, you know, my wife had, at the time, the daughter was in ninth grade. You know, not by me. She had a a child by somewhere else. So she had errands to run with her daughter. And my wife was very committed to her local church, where she was a trustee, where she sang in the choir. So three to four times a week, she had to schedule in the times where she was committed to meet at the church. So the question is, what I feel they wanted me to do is is to just jump in and ride with them and add these activities to my life. And, you know, I was working on my own career, so I was committed to just working in, in, in my work schedule and or my work place wasn't near where they were you know I, I was really you know going in another direction right I'm headed to the hospital they're headed to the diner I'm headed for overtime they're going to choir rehearsal or you know she had friends that were choir directors and she would Whenever they would have a concert, she would go to the concert, and, and I wouldn't be with her because one, that's just it wasn't part of my routine, and really I was trying to secure my career 
I, I had, was switching careers and then I had found my dream job. So I was working to develop that career. So I, I wasn't taking time off to to be part of her, her, her personal schedule. You know, like, I guess she wanted an accessory as a husband, meaning she wanted to show up places and have a husband with her. And that was offensive to her. That we, in, in at, at year seven, we had never developed a schedule of being consistently, besides the home, of being out together. And it, it's just, at that age, they were... I wasn't interested in going seeing the choir sing. You know, I wasn't interested in going with you to pick up your mom's lottery tickets. Um, in the beginning, you know, I went to to the you know the child's play in the softball game. Um, but as as the daughter matured into sixteen, seventeen, she began to kind of distance herself from me as 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 children do you know and I didn't force that that relationship and the mother was trying to develop my wife was trying to develop a a, a sister friend relationship with the daughter and um when she graduated school you know it went to college you know she went to um you know every weekend with every other weekend would would you know, make sure she was down on college campus hanging with the daughter. And they developed a very close relationship. But that time and that consumption of time spent with developing the friendship with the daughter, you have to calculate their time. And the time, if you factor in the time you spent continuing your relationship with the mother, taking your mother to grocery shop and taking your mother to get your lottery ticket, taking your mother home, driving, and then your mother... The mother began to have uh, medical issues where, where about every three months she would have to be rushed to the hospital. And that was very, uh, or wake up at night, you know, with, with um, you know, feeling like she was, she was, she, she was sick and, and would have to go to the hospital. And that would be on our couch. And, and, you know, my wife would have to, you know, get up and sit with her. And, you know, very, and, and and I didn't want to interrupt that schedule because to me that commitment was important. So I, I didn't complain and I really fell back because it wasn't my place to say anything, you know. And, and that's why I say I, I feel it really feels some type of way because I didn't complain. I quietly sat back and just continued to work and I didn't compete for that time. I let the mother-in-law have that. You know, God bless her soul, she later on passed away during the eighth year of our, our, our marriage. But that bond that she had with the mother, I stepped out of the way and they bonded. The bond that she had with her daughter, I stepped out of the way and I let them bond. But the question has to be asked, you know, where did we bond? And, and what I have to say from the beginning, my wife experience early GYN issues that we thought were, were maybe um, a, a menopause coming on early. This was in year one, and I have a calendar where, you know, our, our romance, our sexual um, relationship, you know, we, 
I have a calendar. It, it, it was like once every 26 days because of complications, because we weren't sure where the extended, like it was extended periods in, in, from the day till we divorced, she was going through some issues. And, and I think she recently found out, you know, she had some issues. So I didn't complain about that. You know, I didn't, I didn't compete with that. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm a, a man who, you know, had children from other relationships. I was very, very, you know, young, sexually active. So I, now I'm in a marriage where really I, there was no sex. I didn't complain. So, but the question is, what, what were we going to bond to? You know, I didn't hang out where she hung out. And, and, and I didn't, her friends in this lifetime, you know, would never be my friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because at 40 years old, you, you selected and, and picked some friends that are comfortable with you. And, but that doesn't mean they were, there's a chance they would be comfortable with me. I mean, they're comfortable around me, but it, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to hang with them because the you know the conversation and the, and the content in the conversation was just something that I wasn't into and, and so we didn't bond friend wise you know I wasn't hanging out with her friends in the beginning um you know I, I was going to a different church you know but um so I am thinking you know when I look well what did I expect out of the marriage I expect one to be romantically connected, <laughs> you know, so I didn't even bond there, and and then we would share time together. But my wife, hindsight twenty twenty, wanted me to be one of the the friends in her circle, and the other, but I I wasn't. There was nothing attractive about the people in her circle that I wanted to hang around. And not in a negative way. It's just they weren't my type of people, you know. And I, and I and not in a negative way. Just some people, you know, you 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 bond to the the people that you're attracted to. And and her friends, and, you know, are good people, but they're just not my type of people. So, you know, you know, there were times where, you know. I would come home and out of respect to my mother-in-law on the couch, you know, I would come home and I would gather my food and I would go eat in the bathroom, you know, so I wouldn't disturb her space, you know, but when I think about it, what did I get out of this relationship? I got a place to stay, but, but just to press forward, as soon as she announced that she filed for a divorce, less than twenty, uh, uh, less than a month, I found somebody else, somewhere else to stay. You know, so I didn't need to stay there. You know, and I and look, I paid my way, I paid my room and, and board every day I was there. So the question is, what did I get out of it? You know, I, I got a woman who, who did not want to, to to get on the same page with me. Or, or she could look at it and say, I didn't want to get on the same page. With, we could not get on the same page, let's say it like that, with each other. And it, because of other people. You know, she wanted me to bond with those other people 
when she had not created a bond with me. And physically, because of the GYN issue, she couldn't. And then when when you, and I'm just just generalize when when a man, a husband and wife don't can't bond physically, sexually, then the intellectual um, part of a relationship has got to hold up. And in this case, as the years went on, and my wife was was not expressing instead of expressing she just shut down she felt that she couldn't tell me how she felt and then later on other people the friend the daughter began to put words in her her text because she wouldn't articulate it to me verbally she would text me how she felt and and I could tell by the text that someone else wrote that you know these were other people so once you you reach that point then you know you have to there's, there's nothing there was nothing left to fight for so um oh where else can we go you know that's it you know the, the, she filed somebody showed her how to file you know the $800 divorce she went to the courthouse filed and uh, next thing I know I was signing papers you know, you know. Lord bless me, I got a place to stay, so and didn't miss a day of work. And the other thing, when we met, you know, I, w- I was bouncing around. I did not know what career. And by, by the fourth year, I was I was in the hospital, and then I was working my dream job. So I knew I had to lay a foundation for my future. So any chance I get, I, I just doubled down at work. And I see that, I really felt that that success my wife was, was jealous of. And, um, you know, she said that she felt that I never loved her. And she felt, and, and part of that might have been other people talking to her but she felt I never loved her <clears throat> but the fact that when I when she handed me that note I was physically attracted to her you know I, I like big breasts <laughs> and she had big breasts and so uh, chocolate skin I'm physically attracted to her um, the personalities you know we match she, she was speaking for herself in the beginning but um Later on, and it's almost like treason in the army. When you start listening to the other side, and you no longer are coming to me directly to see what page we're on, you know, then yeah, the end would would come. And she felt that she she could not art, or the way she she was built, she would just shut down, and she would not articulate to me. You know, I would get texts. But the crazy thing, you know, I worked, she worked. Uh, when I was working, she was at, you know, on the go, you know, her, her schedule. And, and that schedule, I, I didn't find there was place for me in that schedule. So that's where we are. You know, I, I don't want to, you know, I wish her the well. You know, we bumped into each other a couple of times, you know, signing the paperwork, you know, thought we were going to be friends, but, uh, you know, but just friendly, and that's it.
you know. And I'm Pro Tim for TNT Queen Slim Radio.